Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 712 on Wisconsin's Morning News. They got a GoFundMe page sent up, Eric. Some folks in Wisconsin trying to raise $10,000 to save this Wisconsin treasure. The world's not largest, but the world's heaviest ball of twine. Oh, Oh, no, Michael. We are not stopping to see the world's largest nonstick frying pan. Why not? You ever see see that John Travolta movie? It was kind of a niche film. Michael, he was the angel. Yes, I've seen that. William Hurt was in it, right? Mm -hmm. And they had to take him around. I can't remember why they had to drive him around, but he wanted to see all of the sights in, like, the Midwest. World's largest this. All the tourist stops. All the oddities. The silly things, yep. Anyway, Highland, Wisconsin. Southwestern part of our state, Iowa County, which, as the name suggests, is Pertner, Iowa. So, like, due west of Madison, east of Prairie du Chien, southwest of La Crosse. Okay. You got the spot, okay? They're trying to preserve this guy's dying effort. Keith Ulig, writing in the Green Bay Press-Gazette, James Frank Cotera stands next to his giant ball of twine, spent nearly 44 years collecting twine, adding it to the ball, before he died in January. It weighed at the time 24,100 pounds. How do they know how much it weighed? I don't know. Maybe they could do an estimate. Somebody figured that out, right? You take a little section of twine. You weigh that. You say, okay, this looks to be about that. Okay. Estimated. They call him JFK over there, James Frank Cotera. So he died. Friends of his got the twine ball moved. It's now near Highland Town Hall. I guess people like in the town used to like, they had twine. They went gave them to JFK. JFK. <laughs> they, I don't know who just has twine, but whatever. <laughs> right, get a, get a package, little, get a bottle, something. Send it on over to him, and he would just you know tie it into the little ball. Mm, okay. So it's been a thing locally, but they they are working to preserve it. They'd like it to sort of become a tourist destination, and <laughs> I guess they're they're getting there. They want to put like, and I can't tell if they've done this already. They want to put like a big concrete slab so that it doesn't like fall into the ground, right? And then maybe have some infrastructure around it. Hoist it up a little yeah, bit. They've put got, it on a pedestal. So if you go to GoFundMe.com, if you're so inclined, <laughs> and just GoFundMe for this. Just search Twine Ball. It'll come up. You'll see it there, and you can okay. click on it. They're at. I checked this morning. They're at fifty-eight hundred dollars. There you go. They're more than halfway there. They Love think that. they need ten k to save the world's heaviest ball of twine. I mean, if you're out that way, would sure, you, would you stop off? Is that a thing you do? Do you, do you try to I find haven't. the oddities, like giant cow statue or nah, things like that? Haven't, but if I had the, if I had a minute and I were out there, it's like, ah, a little detour, I guess I would stop and see it. Really? You don't have to stay long. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to get out of the car, maybe. Right, I guess once you're right. There that is. But it's there for you. Highland, Wisconsin. If you want to check out GoFundMe.com, just search up Twineball and you'll see it. 7.15 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Sports is next. Sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive. It's worth the trip. Time to bite the tower. It's time to look at the week ahead. Let's go! All right. Busy. A lot of stuff. What does the week look like? Yeah, lots going on. Uh, starting today, more ceremonies, remembrances taking place in honor of those killed overseas from all the violence we're seeing. Right now, Milwaukee Archbishop Jerome Lestecki going to hold a mass this evening at Cathedral St. John's. Also, later this week, a Milwaukee Muslim Film Festival going to take place. 
has more prominence this year than ever before, I would imagine, just because of what's happening there. So that'll get some attention later this week. Today, Vince, is the last day to file your taxes if you are among the 10 million people who filed for an extension. Oh, yeah. Extension seems like a good idea at the time until you realize that doesn't mean forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's just Actually, a new deadline. So if you had to guess... Give me a percentage of you think of, of people who pay their taxes voluntarily and on time. Well, on, so you're of for the on time, yeah. uh, 73%. Ooh, 85%, the IRS says. So higher than I would have thought. On Tuesday, the State Assembly is going to consider the American Family Fields funding package. It'll be a long day in Madison for state reps. We've got a lot to get to tomorrow, but this is one of the bigger ones, the funding plan, so we'll see. You think they cap debate? We're gonna here's two hours. Go ahead, have it out. I know or, they do have some rules in that now, so it can't go like for forty six hours straight or anything. They can't be there till Thursday. Well, and then the original deal, people hiding in the bathroom trying to avoid the vote, oh, all right. those things. Remember that from, from the eighties? Oh man. Uh the House, by the way, expected to vote on a new speaker on Tuesday. So I find this very interesting. I mean, they expect to have a floor vote tomorrow. And it's likely to be Jim Jordan. Now, he's got some baggage, too. And there have been some moderate uh, Republicans who said, no way, they're not voting for this guy. But could it actually happen? Could they get enough pressure to vote I by tomorrow? He does not have the votes right now. So 24 hours to wrangle that out. They can only have four no votes right now. Or as of Friday, he was at 55. But I, I think they've been able to make some headway on that. Donald Trump scheduled to be deposed again under oath in a lawsuit that ex-FBI agent Peter Strzok brought against the Justice Department for his wrongful termination. So that's happening. Remember that guy, Peter Strzok? Uh, anyway. Yeah, he was the text message guy, right? Yeah. They found a bunch of text messages so that seemed and- to think that the investigation was you know, untoward, yeah. if you will, that they knew that stuff was fake in there. And he had different texts with a former FBI lawyer, Lisa Page. She is also suing. So, yeah, more lawsuits for the former president. Racine going to celebrate 175 years this weekend. Birthday celebration. It's going to be on Saturday at Festival Hall. That's a big one. You got to have cake? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yes. It has to be cake. Yes, we'll have to have some cake. A uh, big day on Friday for this band. Don't get angry with me. Hackney Diamonds. The Rolling Stones have a new album coming out. It drops Friday. It's the Stones' first album of original music in 18 years. Friday. Is it good? Uh, According to some of the the critics, this one's worth a replay, meaning, yeah, they think there's some good stuff in there. But what are they going to do? Like, if you go to see the Rolling Stones in concert, you do not want to hear something (laughs) off our new album. Come on, why not? You do not. Anyway, yeah, well, I mean, probably not. In theaters... It's time to Oh, wait, no. I don't even know if you love me anymore. Of course I love you. And kill these men who killed my family. Yes, kill them. Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro look to dethrone Taylor Swift at the box office. Martin Scorsese's Killers of the Flower Moon will hit the big screen this weekend. To compete with the Swifty film. By the way, just so you know, Killers runs more than three hours. (laughs) So another one of those... Uh, and then they got to start throwing intermissions back in these. They used to do that back in the day. Remember the Ten Commandments oh, had a built-in addition. No, I don't want an intermission. That sounds awful. Don't you want to go to the bathroom? I, I don't mind going to the bathroom. You're right, but no, I'd rather just, I'd rather just go if I need to go. I don't want to be forced. Film like that, you can't come back and be like, "What did I miss?" <laughs> like all the stuff. Uh, that's been your weekend.
News about your money, WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update, Dow Jones Industrial Average closed up on Friday, about 40 points to 33,670. NASDAQ and S&P did not do quite as well. NASDAQ down about 170 points to 13,407. The S&P 500 at 43.28, that closed down 22 points. Time for your retirement and investment strategy review from a fee-only fiduciary. Go to AnnexWealth.com, click on the Get Started button now. Keep an eye on that traffic situation for you. we get another update with Debbie coming up in about eight minutes. just want to pass on some information we shared with you last week. Eric and I were both at an event called Ble- uh, Bridge the Gap Gala for Blessings in a Backpack, Waukesha County, and a huge success, E. So this is an organization that, for kids who might be on free and reduced lunch, they're in more than 40 schools in Waukesha County. What those kids get who sign up for Blessings in a Backpack is, you know, okay, free and reduced lunch or maybe a breakfast thing or whatever at school. That helps you during the week. But what do you do Friday afternoon and evening if you go home? It's a long time to go without food. Friday evening, Saturday, Sunday before you're back in school, Monday. And for some families who struggle with being able to afford food, this helps them, quote, unquote, bridge the gap. And kids get a little package with some food items in it that they take home. It's put right in their backpacks. So they don't have to get in a line. There's no stigma associated with yeah. it or anything. So great organization. They do great work. They had their gala on Thursday. Eric was there. I emceed. Just got this from the folks there, from uh, Susie Reed, who's the managing director. $160,000 raised on Thursday. Holy cow. That's fantastic. So that's going to allow them to expand in some other schools because for as many schools as they're in, there are others who are saying, we need this. We mm-hmm. need this at our mm-hmm. school. So thanks to everybody who followed us here and who perhaps contributed as well. It's called Blessings in a Backpack, Waukesha County. More than $160,000 raised this week. 744, Brandon's Got Sports coming up next. Coming up on 752, Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy Dealers. Uh, before we get to the Halloween Tausch, uh, the Badger game this weekend was both unwatchable and for the Ugh. while I was in the car, no offense to you, unlistenable. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I think I have to take offense to that, but the, <laughs> it was, um, yeah, I think, you know, when you get a matchup like that with Iowa and you know what they're all about, and from a Wisconsin standpoint, you're still trying to figure Okay, how are we going to play? And it, it was—it's one thing to play against teams that you're physically more dominant than, but yeah, it was ugly. And I—I I have to tip the cap to Iowa because if you tell me that a quarterback can go four of fourteen for thirty-seven yards uh, and you'd win by two scores on the road, I, I'm going to tip my cap to you and figure. Now, granted, there's a lot of things Wisconsin has to improve on, but. That was um, that was a tough uh, a tough watch. There's no doubt. I don't care how big of a Badger fan you are. We expected more, and we're pretty disappointed with how uh, how things shook out. Uh, Tausch, there's some some breaking news around the uh, Tanner Mordecai injury. I don't know if you heard or if you saw this. It just came down. Uh, Pete Thamel had it literally three minutes ago. A broken hand. He's gonna. Oof. He had surgery yesterday Oof. on that hand. So he's uh, the timetable is unknown. For a return, but that's that. I mean, that's big news for uh, for Badger football going forward. Yeah, you had a hunch. I mean, it just in kind of seeing how it went, Tanner Mordecai's 
tougher than a two dollar steak. And when you you saw him come off the field and say, "I I cannot grip the ball. I can't throw." Uh, I, I knew there was big issues, and then he was out uh, at ha- after halftime in a, you know, with his hand in a sling, and you knew that something bad was happening. It was just a matter of, you know, he's going to attack the rehab. I had a bad feeling that that was going to be the case, and I'm not shocked. I don't know. I'll be curious what that timetable is. But now, for as much of a challenge as it was with him in the lineup against Iowa, now you have Braden Locke who's going to step up and. Uh, Luke Fickle, after the game, was talking about competition. So I'm sure Miles Burkett from down in uh, Franklin, yeah, he's going to be getting into that mix. And so we're going to we're going to have different opportunities for guys to go. But I, I really loved how Tanner Mordecai was playing. Obviously, not in that first half of the Iowa game, but throughout the season, what they ask him to do, uh, it's a big blow for uh, for our program as far as what we're doing, and it's a bummer to hear because. He puts a lot of work in, and he's been there. You know, he's been playing college football for six years, and to take away his last season, a big chunk of it because of this, it sucks for the kid. I'm fascinated to hear what you thought of the pictures I sent you today. So these pictures were posted on a community page where I live in Greendale, and sparked like 110 million comments because it's of this. The guy who posted the pictures, Tausch, is like, "Hey, check out this awesome Halloween display," and he says where it is. And then some of the comments where I'll read one one of them to you. It is too much and too gory for the location. Children walk by there. It's right near an elementary school bus stop. I'll grant you this. It's a lot. <laughs> the pictures are, uh, they're good. Uh, when you're, I, I think this is always that tricky part of Halloween because you have varying levels of fandom when it comes to Halloween. You have, you have people that are fanatical about it, like this young man. Uh, I have a neighbor in our neighborhood who, he decides he's got the like the porch chair, and he'll oh, yeah. sit there and he'll dress up in a basically in skeletal costume, and he'll sit there and he will scare the you know what out of four and five year old girls, and some parents don't like it. <laughs> but that's kind of there's a there's a balancing act because you you obviously want everyone to have a great time, and some folks just are gonna take it to the next level. Some people love getting you know when you go to a haunted house you get scared. You, you get grabbed. There's so there's degrees of it. I think it does come down to how comfortable your neighborhood is with it, and that there is. Uh, so I don't know what the correct answer is. Is it been mainly negative that you're because our psycho dude that sits there and scares trick or treaters, we mostly laugh. But if you're a new person and you have your five year old kid that gets scared crazily by it. <laughs> There's people that get irritated, too. I just like the the one pick is like this sort of mummy or, I don't know, appears to be a corpse with an axe in the chest. Yeah. That one, that, that's a lot. <laughs> they went for it there. <laughs> that guy's super dead. Well, so, Vinny, what do you – I mean, it's your neighborhood. I'm what good is it, Ben? Uh, you know, the, the idea that kids are going to walk by it, you know, some of the comments were like, all right, let them walk by, and if they're freaked out, then they come home and they ask about it, and you say it's Halloween so, and it's fake. So – so I'm going to say this, uh, and this is going to be me being the old dude. But in the old days, I think when it was you know Mayberry-esque and all the other stuff, I can kind of understand it. If you look at what we put out now when it comes to Instagram and Snapchat and social media, those pictures you sent me, I don't think there's anything crazy that's there compared to what 
people and kids are already exposed to. So I think you always try to balance it, and you want to make sure uh, you're, you're having fun and everybody else is and nobody's getting, like, uber offended by it. But I don't think that when you start adding up all the other stuff that goes on in the world, that that's that bad. We'll talk again tomorrow, Tosh. Thanks. And, again, if you want to check out the pictures, text the word GORY, 855-616-1620. Business headlines are up next with the Milwaukee Business Journal.